Good morning, everyone. It is the 14th of February. My name is Lorna Denny, and I'm joined today by Alex Byrne. It was another volatile week for both equity and bond markets. Geopolitical concerns were evident, not least in the oil price, which pushed above $95 a barrel. That's up more than 20% so far this year. And rising prices generally have caused the markets to take fright again. Run us through the US CPI inflation data, please, Alex. Morning, Lorna. We had the headline rate jump to 7.5% year on year. That's the highest rate in 40 years. It's above analyst expectations and surges past the previous high of 7% last month. Again, the range of goods seen price increases continues to broaden. You can see that in the core inflation, which removes volatile energy and fuel, which rose by 6%. And how did that impact market forecasts for interest rate rises for the course of this year? The market's immediate reaction was to reprice the chance of a 50 basis point hike for the liftoff of US rates in March to 90%, with a number of Fed governors coming out and talking of their strengthening hawkishness or desire to be less accommodating. Market now sees six quarter point rate rises by December, and they continue to see an expectation of some easing in inflation into the year end. Yes, but very different in terms of interest rates to where we were even a couple of months ago. How did the bond markets take that news? The fear of a policy misstep from the Fed, raising rates too quickly, choking off the recovery, has caused the yield curve to flatten. That means that the short-term rates are rising faster than the long-term rates. If this move becomes more pronounced, then the yield curve could be inverted, which can be a warning of recession. The US 10-year yield ticked above 2% for the first time since 2019. Short-dated notes, like the two-year, rose strongest as they most closely track interest rate moves, now at 1.5%. And there is certainly a good deal of uncertainty around all this. If we move on to corporate earnings, though, How has the quarterly reporting season gone so far? Earnings have been excellent once again, both in the US and further afield. In the US, we've had 65% beats so far. That's where companies have beaten expectations by more than 5%. IT smashed it, around 90% of beats in this space. Very few big negative surprises across the entire board. One area of note is in the cyclical names like financials, where those outsized beats that we saw previously are beginning now to come back into line with expectations. A similar story to what we can see globally right now. Yes, that's interesting. In the week ahead then, we have GDP data from both Japan and the Eurozone. We do. In Eurozone, GDP could be tested by Germany dragging on the numbers. Again, a big effect on Germany has been the component shortage, supply chain problems. This will be illuminated further by German economic sentiment surveys we have on Tuesday. It's a significant week again for tensions in Ukraine, with the German Chancellor heading to Moscow for talks. And we also have joint talks at the UN Security Council. And a whole raft of CPI inflation data, including China. Yeah, it's a big week for inflation all round. In addition, we have inflation data in some form or other from India, Japan, the US, the UK and Canada. So it'll be a very telling month for inflation generally. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Laura.